0: Greetings and welcome to Pickled Watermelon Rinds, a guilty pleasure podcast featuring Auntie Joan and Auntie, providing our zesty and marginally mature take on current events, pop culture, and trends. Now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, Auntie Joan. Hi, Auntie. How are you this fine day? I'm
1: doing good. How about you? How are you doing?
0: I'm doing just ducky, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> How's the weather down there in, in uh, the flatter lands where you are?
1: You know, it's overcast and, yeah, not not sunny, Yeah, not snowing, no precip yet.
0: Correct. Yeah, same here. It's uh, overcast. The sun is beaming through every so often, but hmm. it's rare. It's few and far between. Um, supposed to get a little bit of snow later, but I'm yeah. not looking forward to that. Oh, so. today? Mm, mm-hmm. Just I a little bit. Not, I mean, really next to nothing.
1: Yeah, I think they're talking about some down here around the weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. inches on Friday here, and three inches on Saturday up here. Mm. So yeah, and those listening, uh, when I say up here, I am at 9,000 feet over here in the beautiful mountains of Colorado, and, and-
1: Auntie Joan is only at 5,280 feet approximately outside of Boulder, Colorado.
0: Yay, our beautiful, beautiful state. Lovely place to live. Um, yeah, so um, why don't we start off by uh, chit-chatting a little bit about what we're doing here. This is our first episode, so let's talk about why, in heck's name, did we choose... Pickled watermelon rinds is her name.
1: You want me to uh, Yes, talk that would about be lo- it? Lovely. Okay. I believe it was Memorial Day up at Marsh's, and we were all sitting around, family, uh, enjoying a wonderful dinner as usual. And I asked the question Did anybody's mom make pickled watermelon rinds? And nobody knew what I was talking about. (laughs) However, somebody said, that would be a good name for a podcast.
0: And that somebody was me. Yes.
1: (laughs) And then she roped me in because because I'm a mature, retired lady.
0: And so am I.
1: And uh, we got a little bit of time on our hands.
0: (laughs) Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Yeah. Now, why is it that we call you Auntie and me Auntie?
1: Well, now that started again with Mm Marsha. Her first child, John, uh, was told to call me Auntie Joan. So (laughs) after that, it was like, "Eh, I'm Auntie Joan. Mary's Auntie Mary. And uh, of course... In the Midwest, that was how we addressed aunts, Mm -hmm. auntie. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, and in the New England area, where I am originally from, um, we use the term aunt. Uh, When my niece and nephew were born, I wanted them to call me auntie, Um, and uh, they did. It took a while. I was aunt for a long time, and then uh, finally, primarily, they call me auntie with nothing else. So they are kind of a a little bit of an homage to my uh, roots as well as my niece and nephew is why I chose aunt. And then uh, we have, other than our glorious banter that I'm sure everybody is so excited about already, um, we have some reoccurring segments um, uh, in addition to whatever pop culture or current events we'll be chatting about. Um, one of them is uh, What Are We Watching? And the other is uh, Commercials to Despise. Um, and just a, a little overview as to why we uh, chose to have these as reoccurring segments um, on our weekly podcast. Uh, Joan, you want to take uh, what what we are watching? Uh,
1: do you mean start why? talking about? Oh, no. why? <laughs> well, as a retired lady who's not... I should say retired woman Mm -hmm. who's not, uh, well, a big shot in the community. I'm just your average gal. Um, Watching television is uh, something I like to do, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. I've always been a big fan of the television world and movie world. Um, So I thought it was nice that we both share that in common. And uh, having us having chat about what we're watching is kind of a fun way to share the things that we might be watching that others might not be and maybe yes. be drawing attention to that we would love because we watch a lot of things that we love and want to make sure that they stay. Uh, so uh, stay around so the more people who watch them, the better. Better the ratings, more opportunity has to have more episodes for us to indulge. Amen. And then our uh, commercials to despise, that is uh, kind of, that one came for me because I <laughs> give you a little background. I have been streaming content, um, all of my television programs and movies since 2010. Um, and most of my applications that I uh, watch over are ad free. However, uh, recently I reassessed most of my streaming services to see where I could Cut back a little bit as being a retiree now, um, and uh, I ended up signing up for one of the apps that um, with ads, and I'm seeing commercials again. And oh boy, oh boy, do I have a lot to say about them! <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought this would be a fun little segment. We probably won't talk about more than a couple or three. Um, you know, per episode, but uh, just something to point out. And if we don't have any that we despise that week, maybe we'll have yeah. something that we actually enjoyed, which is from a commercial perspective, going to have to be a pretty wowsers. Although the Super Bowl ads are coming out right. soon. So maybe yeah, there will be yeah. some cool ones coming out. So, And uh, I've heard, seen that the Clydesdale
1: are coming back.
0: <gasps> Do you love those Clydesdales? Yes, yes. Here comes the king, here comes the king, <laughs> here comes the king number one. And when one. they
1: put him in with the doggies, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> we are animal lovers on this program, that is Yes, for we sure. are. <laughs> Um, what about our age difference, Auntie Joan? What about it? <laughs> you want to tell our one and only listener what our uh, <laughs> what our age difference is, or not necessarily? It's about in twenty years. years. Yeah. It's about twenty years. It is yeah. About twenty yeah. years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I am of the Gen X generation, um, so I don't trust a single person or a single thing. Must verify, re-verify before I believe anything. I tend to not believe before I believe. Auntie Joan? I think that's wise. (laughs) I think that's wise. And I'm
1: a baby boomer. I grew up when the music was good.
0: (laughs) Hey, I dig my guns and roses. You back off there, sister. (laughs) Sorry, Auntie Joan, sorry. Before we we started this amazing podcast, um, what was your career?
1: Wow. Well, I came up in the era when you didn't have to have a college degree mm-hmm. to get a job. So I worked in a typing pool. I worked as a typesetter. I worked as uh, a computer operator a uh, data entry operator, and uh, was able to work my way up to becoming a technical writer. And I wrote those awful manuals that <laughs> people complain about. Uh, but the ones I was fortunate enough enough to write, they were a little more fun, and they offered a little more creativity. So that was my my history. How about you, auntie?
0: Um, Yeah, I uh, started my early career as a data entry technician, um, became supervisor of that group over time, um, very young, in my early 20s. Um, And then when I moved out to Colorado, I uh, quickly got involved in um, project and program management, and I've been doing that at varying levels for the past 24 years. And um, yeah, in uh, in the technology industry, primarily around cable, but uh, I did diverge a little bit here and there into other technology or other industries. But mostly, my career was in cable. So yeah, so I've I'm the taskmaster. I've uh, keep people and you do a fine job. <laughs> well, thank you, Auntie keeping <laughs> well keeping me on track. Like at Christmas, you kept things going. Oh yes, Auntie Joan hosted a uh, Christmas this year for family. I'm a I'm a surrogate. Surrog- no, I'm not a surrogate. I'm an adopted. I'm, I was adopted into the family uh, many moons ago. Um, and uh, when I was uh, working with a friend of mine, and uh, yes, she had a house full of folks, and I helped her get things going and
1: helped you did just about everything now no. and kept me kept me on task
0: now no yeah it's all yeah. good we had a good time everybody seemed to have a good time good time food was good good time good, good time. times good time yes The food was good the company was amazing as always lots of laughs lots of silliness yeah cool um so how's your health been auntie joan
1: i don't know i'll find out tomorrow <laughs>
0: You're feeling good at this point at least?
1: I feel I feel good. I,
0: feel good. I do. I do.
1: Yeah, awesome. Song. And you?
0: Um yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't have any doctor's appointments this month, so uh I'll have more to share. No
1: MRIs or CT scans next or next
0: month. Next month is uh-huh. uh, my next MRI and we'll talk about um, a little bit more about why I get those on the regular um after my mm. next one and uh bring the bring our audience member up to speed on on <laughs> what's going on with me <laughs> what kinds of things are are you looking forward to auntie joan oh that's
1: that's a tough one mhm i guess waking up in the morning that's a
0: good one that's a good one start the day start the day right by waking up
1: <laughs> yes um i i would like to interject mm. that a lot of The podcasts that are out there today Mm -hmm. focus on things like career, dating, uh, money, management, you know, all that kind of stuff that matters to some of the younger people and some of the older people as well. Mm -hmm. But we're just... Auntie and Auntie Joan are just down home folk who just don't have any pretensions and we're just like probably 90 percent of the people out there
0: or not well said auntie joan yes i agree i think uh we're just kind of gonna chat about things that are going on with us and uh might we might be hearing about in the news or whatever although that would be mostly auntie joan because i don't really listen to the news but that's okay. <laughs> She'll spark the conversation. I have no problem chiming in with my two cents. So, <laughs> But you do watch Seth. I <gasps> d- yes. do. I do. I watch on the regular. Is, I get my news from uh, real time with Bill Maher. I would love to get more of my news from uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. If he, I can't wait for him to come back. I got two more weeks. Yeah. It's been yeah. too much. Too long, John. Too long. Don't like that. And, of course my dailies with uh late <laughs> night with Seth Myers. <laughs> oh Seth Myers. <laughs> <laughs> oh and of course my my other uh podcasts that I listen to which of course are smartless with Jason Bateman oh. Will Farrell, and Will Farrell, no it's not Will Arnett no. <laughs> and Sean <Shawna> Hayes <laughs> and they are deliciously fun I I adore all three of them so much
1: they don't do much about the news, do they?
0: Um, it depends. I mean, it'll interject just a smidge every now and again, but no, not very much. Mm. Not very much. That's mostly entertainment news, I guess, is mostly mm. uh, where they focus, uh, bringing on guests that are, have you know projects coming out and things like that, their friends or people they haven't met yet in the industry. Um, and the three of them just have such a good time together. And I think maybe
1: we can get some of their guests to come on our show.
0: That would be kind of amazing, but I think uh, we're going to have to have more than one listener before that happens.
1: (laughs) Come on. That's just stinking thinking. I'm just
0: saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) Good times. Good, good times. So, um, yeah, I think we, uh, as far as looking forward to, gosh, you know, changing the clocks, not so much. I really hate when we jump forward. But that's not I until do too. March, so uh, nicer it's weather. It's not that far away. Nicer weather, although I have to say, for for it being mid-February, well, first week of February, really, um, I haven't gotten a ton of snow up here in the highlands, so um, I'm not complaining, not complaining. But uh, I hope the the what was it uh, the groundhog, Ponxitani Phil. I hope mm-hmm. he was correct, and we do see an early spring. That would make me very happy. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and I'm going to go see John Cusack in person at the are. Paramount in Denver um, yeah. in April. I think it's April 21st, but don't quote me on that date. I don't have it in front of me. Um, and watch a screening of uh, Say Anything. And he'll provide the commentary along the way. And I think he takes questions from the audience and things like that. Hmm. So uh, that's something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, you can go to the Paramount. In the winter. I don't care. In
0: the winter. Well. <laughs> okay. Yes, we saw Seth there, right? Yes. yes. We saw Seth uh, myers stand up um, this past summer at the mm-hmm. Paramount and uh, I've been to the Paramount many times and I do not remember it being like um, not temperature controlled. Let's put it that way. It was very, very hot inside that theater. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I've since re- done a little research online and there have been similar complaints over the years. So I must've just gone to see shows when it wasn't too hot out or whatever. Yeah. Cause I honestly, mm-hmm. uh, it used to be my favorite venue until this past. Mm. I mean, I love Seth. Seth was amazing. Of course he was um but how could it be anything else (laughs) but the venue unfortunately was not the the wonderful venue that I remember so unfortunately uh I'll now be steering clear of the Paramount a little bit more but in the winter time I gotta believe they'll turn the heat on at least (laughs) I because what I read I think they don't have air conditioning which I never knew Mm, and never thought about so yeah you must have just been down there at a cooler time yeah so mm. we'll just have to see how we go but uh yeah so i'm looking forward to that i think it'll be fun probably stay down go down or stay overnight down there again go out to dinner um and then this one nobody has to drive and we can just relax um and enjoy the show i do love John like i've been wanting to this for a while yeah yeah he's come around before um but uh mm. so i'm excited that we get to do this so that'll be fun mm hmm
1: Yeah, good times.
0: Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. And when is that? I want to say it's April 21st. It's a Friday in April, and I, my, my squinters don't work that well anymore. So, actually, I think it must be the 19th, because I think it's a Friday. And I think from, from what I can see from my calendar, a future month from where I'm sitting is about, I think it's the 19th of April is when he'll be there. So, hmm. that'll be fun. So, April. Yes. April sometime. Yes. Well, enjoy. Well, thank you. Well, thank
1: you. You're welcome.
0: Yes. Um. All right. Let's uh go into. So I don't
1: have. I don't have any big plans.
0: No big plans.
1: No, not for anything like that. Right. And that's okay.
0: Of course it is. But I'm sure we'll have some bingo. <gasps> yes, now please. And then. We haven't been to bingo in a while. Auntie Joan and I are big fans of the bingo. We go to this place not too far, a little uh, north, north of Auntie Jones' house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we always start our evening with a stop at the most amazing Thai food restaurant in all uh, ever, ever I've Th- yeah Thai kitchen Thai kitchen in Longmont, Colorado. If you haven't ever been, highly recommend. Service yes. I will say yes. service is a little slow. So do plan on being there for a while. Um, I believe it's a mother and son duo that pretty much do everything. Um, Assuming they're both there, because I think mostly it's just him typically, right? The son? I'm not sure, but yeah, it looked like it was mostly
1: him. Yeah. Although I did go by and pick up something to bring home uh, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And there was a young woman there. So I don't
0: know if she was his daughter or... uh, Somebody hired. Or. Okay. Well, maybe they're getting in a little bit more help. Um, but the food is absolutely 100% worth the wait. <laughs> yes. It's delicious. Yes. Just plan accordingly. It's just Because if you're planning to go somewhere after, just make sure you've allotted enough time at the at the like restaurant. Like Dairy Queen? Oh, Dairy Queen's after bingo. It's, it's Thai restaurant, yeah. then bingo, then Dairy oh, Queen.
1: Oh, if we're going somewhere after Correct. dinner. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yes. Just make sure you allow yourself enough time. Um,
1: yeah. Cause we just squeezed in there that one time. Yeah.
0: So just, uh, yeah, just plan accordingly, but it's well worth it. Um, it's delicious, delicious, delicious food. Can't say enough about it. Um, I am vegan and they have great vegan stuff for me.
1: Now, uh, auntie, do you want to share how much you've won at bingo? How much
0: I've won? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a very quick and resounding zero. <laughs> I, we're always hopeful. We have a grand old time, though. We're still learning, oddly enough. I know you would think, oh, it's just bingo. Well, there's more to it than just that.
1: Boy, oh boy, is there's it? a
0: lot to it. And we're, we're still newbies, and we laugh a lot, and uh, we have a good time. <laughs> um,
1: and, and Auntie gave me some good luck charms, so we got to try those out, too. That's
0: right. Some uh, stocking stuffers I gave to Auntie mm-hmm. Joan, a little gnome. They bring her some good luck that has a bingo shirt on. He's quite cute. And what was the other uh, thing? What's in a gnome? Oh no, a uh, troll. Sorry, troll, troll. troll. Yeah. troll. Yeah, 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 yeah. And socks. And the bingo socks. And socks, yes. Yeah. So uh yes, we're all ready for our next bingo outing. So soon, we yes. will definitely do that soon. I think that'll be fun. And
1: then we'll share and then we'll with share. everybody how much we've won. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: And we also want to all our listeners with, with the whole one of you. No, with all of them. (laughs) And uh, we also uh, are going to try out a new bingo hall at some point in a town south of Auntie Joan and what is that, east of me, in our town called Arvada, Colorado. And they also have a bingo hall there. So at some point, not high on our list, but uh, at some point, probably when the weather is a little bit more predictable, uh, we'll take a ride there and and uh check out maybe their get hall. some
1: maybe get some uh family members to come and meet us and it's
0: possible join us that would be lovely yeah. that would be lovely yeah. and then enjoy uh old town arvada for a meal whether it's before or after the good play- thing about the uh arvada location is uh they have daytime bingo as well every day So we can do night or daytime bingo. It just Mm. depends. Mm. The one we normally go to only has daytime events on the weekends. Um, So we typically have been during the week at night. So, yeah. It's a lot of fun. We love our bingo. (laughs) We are the quintessential retired old ladies. (laughs) Oh, and then at the DQ, Dairy Queen, following our bingo outings, that's always a must. Got to get my uh, dairy-free Dilly Bar. Love the DQ. Thank you for thinking of us vegans. Uh, it's quite delicious. And uh, the drive through is great. We love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because why get out of the car if you don't have to?
0: That's right. Oh, look, Oscar's behind you. And it's uh the closest he's gotten to me. He probably can't see my face on the screen there or he, he would run. Is. This is uh Auntie Jones' beautiful Maine Aww. coon kitty cat who I just wanna scoop up, pet, and snuggle with, and he wants absolutely nothing to do with me. And you know what? He's gonna come over here and
1: he's <laughs> there he he's gonna try to, to get me to Yeah. Fondle him and Yes.
0: He just yawned yeah. because he's like, oh. Auntie uh, Auntie is uh, boring me again. Um, so, huh, Bubba? He's so, he's just delicious. I adore him <laughs> so much and he absolutely hates me. <laughs> he doesn't hate you. He just doesn't trust you. Yeah, he's, he must be a Gen Xer. <laughs> <laughs> See, he just left. He's like, I heard her. Yeah, 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 yeah. there he goes. There he goes. Bye-bye, Bub. Speaking of animals, I had quite the, uh, wildlife sightings yesterday. Uh, I was driving home, um, after being out and about and, uh, drove to get my mail. And, um, there were about 12 turkeys sitting on the side of the road. Holy smoke. Just chilling out, having a good old time. Those turkeys just love the area near my mailbox. My mailbox is about three quarters of a mile away from my house. It's one of those community mailbox deals in the neighborhood. And, uh. Yeah, the turkeys are there more than they're not. Um, It's pretty funny. and uh, she, Too bad you're vegan, you know? Uh, no, that's why I think they like it there, because they know they're safe. Ah, oh. Safe and sound. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was driving, you know, continued driving around the corner, and there's uh, two moose just laying down, no! relaxing on the side. Not on the side of the road, but, you know, in the woods a little bit.
1: That's so neat. You get to see all that wildlife up there.
0: It's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun seeing those silly, silly animals come through. Um, the moose are, are a lot of fun, especially when they when they have the kids around, because um, the kids make all sorts of funny noises. They are just ridiculous. Really, oh, yeah. and they just make silly, crazy noises. It's adorable. They're little, whiny little kids. That's what they are. <laughs> And then last night, about 6.15, on my security cameras, there was a video of a bobcat walking through. So, wow. I mean, there was a lot going on yesterday. <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot for a day.
1: <laughs> Is that what prompted all the texts about bobcats? Yes. Mountain lions. Yes, okay. I had sent
0: the video, and uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, they're just so pretty. Um, if you really zoom in on that mm-hmm. video... Um, You see their face. Oh, my God. They're so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, they Just are. so beautiful. So that was uh, all my wildlife sightings yesterday. It was a lot of fun. I saw a, a squirrel. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the bunny, my resident bunny. I saw him on the video oh, as well. S- still around. Still around. Oh, he's he's mm. quite the cagey little bunny. He, he, I guess. He's got it down. Must be. He's got it down. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I I know I told you Auntie Joan before our listener. Um the uh the bunny actually went into our neighbor's garage and uh got in my unbeknownst to my neighbor. And uh in the middle of the night, I guess my neighbor's bedroom is directly above the garage, his garage. And uh he kept hearing all these noises and he, you know, went down to the garage and of course and it was dead silence and trying to figure out what was making all the noise. It's happened for two nights and then finally uh, found the culprit. Uh, I guess the bunny must have jumped up onto his, uh, he must have a refrigerator in his garage and fell off, jumped off. I don't know, but ended up inside Uh. of a hollow uh, fence post and was stuck in there.
1: Oh no. And the noise
0: that my neighbor kept hearing was, of course, the bunny trying to (gasps) get itself out, but it was so far down it couldn't. So it was probably like knocking things around, which was making the noise that, you know, my neighbor went to investigate. Yeah, yeah. So my neighbor took him outside, took the post outside and, you know, kind of tipped it over. And the bunny went out and darted back to my house. I'm like, yep. And he's like, well, we'll never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> wow. But that's a life For lesson. A thing. You know, you just, you live and you learn. Continuous improvement. That's all you got.
1: <laughs> Speaking of your neighbor, yes, you should be getting the cookies soon. Yes,
0: the, the Girl Scout cookies, the delicious Girl Scout cookies are coming mm, this yes. weekend. Cannot wait, my thin mints, mmm, frozen thin I like, mints.
1: I, oh, gotta be frozen. Oh, delicious. Yes,
0: delicious. Can't wait. Those evil, evil little girls selling those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> They're pushers. They're pushers. They're cookie pushers. <laughs> yeah, his kids are great. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the cookies. But at the same time, like, I had a refrain. I wanted to buy a lot. So I did donate quite a few to the troops because mm-hmm. I wanted to support her and uh, buy a bunch. But I yeah. knew yeah. if I bought a bunch, I would consume a bunch and decided best to rein myself in. Well, that's
1: what freezers are
0: for. Yeah, but freezers aren't very far, and you can still eat the cookies okay, frozen.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the best! Like the thin mints. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: and then you just pull a sleeve out, and you and you just sit down, and next thing you know, the sleeve is gone, and no. you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> nah, I,
1: I'm not quite that bad. Oh yeah, I can eat. The I sleeve do easily. like, I do like the trefoils, the uh-huh. shortbread. Mm-hmm. I like the Samoa's. Samoa's were a good,
0: and. One. Um,
1: I like pretty much all of
0: them. Not the Tagalongs. I'm not a big peanut butter fan. Oh, 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 but you like Reese's peanut butter cups I like, and stuff, right? Yeah.
1: I like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I like peanut butter and I like chocolate. I don't necessarily love them together. Now, if it's the only sweet thing around and I've got a little hankering for something sweet, well, I'm going <laughs> to eat it. Let's be clear. I don't, they don't gross Have me out. Have you tried them
1: frozen? Yes. Have you tried them frozen? Oh, yes, I, okay.
0: Everything. everything. Okay. I prefer cold to hot. Um, Anyway, pretty much everything I eat. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't, I I find that I don't actually taste things very well when things are really hot.
1: I like my hot things hot and my cold things cold. Yeah, I like it really cold or really hot.
0: Yeah. 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 But Auntie Joan and I went and saw a movie yesterday at an actual theater. A theater. Oh, sorry. Did you say, how do you say it, Auntie Joan? Theater. No. No, that's not the Wisconsin way.
1: Oh, Wisconsin way. But see, when I talk about it, I say theater. Uh, Wisconsin what? Theater? That's
0: the one. Mm. Is that unusual? Yes. Theater. Yes, it's like How Auntie Auntie, it? huh? <laughs> huh? Yes, because your whole family pretty much says theater, and that is Bizarro yeah. World to me. I thought they were and joking. You say I it... really theater, It's a theater. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I thought I was in Bizarro World, and I really thought you were all making jokes. I don't. Jokes at my I don't hear that
1: much difference.
0: Oh, cut it out. No, I don't. Theater and theater? Yeah. It's pretty close. Oh, Auntie Joan, Auntie Joan, Auntie Joan. But yes, we I guess go ahead.
1: Maybe I'm just not as judgmental. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, listener, you be the judge going forward. So, yes, we went to an actual theater yesterday. Um,
1: She treated me groovy and took me to a movie.
0: (laughs) And likewise, Auntie Joan paid for a lot of the food I consumed um, at the theater. And, uh, yes, we went and saw, go ahead, Auntie Joan. American fiction. American fiction. So, 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 so good. Uh, Jeffrey Wright Sterling K. Brown Love him I mean Love loved Jeffrey Wright That cast You couldn't have asked For a better cast Erica Alexander I, I adore her. I've adored her Since Living Single And Which one was she? She was his girlfriend Oh Yeah She was she Coraline She was a cutie Wasn't yes, she? Yes she, she stole the show For me in Living Single And as soon as I saw her Come on the screen You probably didn't hear her But I said Oh my god I love her <laughs> I did not know she was in it. So it was a surprise and it was an awesome surprise. Um, and funny, she actually played a lawyer in uh, living single as well. And uh, she put huh. a lawyer in this, not that she practiced law or anything like that um, in the movie, but uh, that was her profession. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was max on living single. I just, yeah, she was, she, she just was and- a comedic genius in that show. And
1: yeah, i I've been a fan of Jeffrey Wright's since he was in Angels in America. Oh,
0: that was on an HBO thing? That sound-
1: it was like a two night. It was, I don't know, like four hours or six hours. Uh, they had to break it up into two parts. It was about AIDS, um, you know, like back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was pretty good.
0: And when we first started talking about going to this movie, Auntie Joan had said that she loves Jeffrey Wright. And I had the image of Stephen Wright. And you can look him up online, kiddos. And uh, I was like, really? You do? (laughs) And then the whole movie, I was waiting to see Stephen Wright come on the screen. And he never did. And I finally pieced it together silently to myself. (laughs) You
1: should have asked.
0: You know, looking at the screen going, hey, I wonder if that lead actor's name is Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, the credits came on and that is exactly <laughs> who he <laughs> was. And then I said, oh, that is not who I thought you were talking about. But this makes more sense to me because I was very surprised that you would call out specifically that you like Stephen Wright. I mean, he's he's a funny guy, but at the same time, just an interesting person just to bring out of nowhere. <laughs>
1: Please note, <laughs> listeners, that I didn't call out Stephen she Wright. I called out Jeffrey she Wright. She did.
0: She did. <laughs> and then that's Sterling K. Brown. Um, I dig him. I loved him in This Is Us. Um, although he was a little weepy in This Is Up. It was the character. He was just a very weepy character. So
1: Everybody was weepy in This Is y- Up. Yes. I got tired of it. Yes.
0: I, st- I I hung in there, but I was happy to see it go. No offense, no, Sterling K. Brown. No, no. um, but his performance in uh, American fiction was supporting, but very, very well done, I thought. Um, mm-hmm, I thought he did mm-hmm. a nice job. And Isha Ray, he seeing her, um, that was the novelist. You know who Isha Ray is, right? yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. she's the other novelist i love her i just she's just funny (laughs) she's she was so good in that she was very good character yes yes she was very good at the role she was in so that was nice and then poor tracy ellis ross no no spoilers don't give it away don't give it away she was in it It was good to see her that's for sure yeah she was was awesome yes um Everybody, uh, Leslie. I don't know how to say her last name.
1: <gasps> Uggums. It is. Uggams. Oh my gosh! Okay. Leslie Uggums. Yes, I remember her for all you oldsters out there. Back in the nineteen fifties, watching Mitch Miller, and she was one of the regulars on there. She would sing, very talented, very talented.
0: Nice, and she looked very so cute. Do you, sh- oh, she's adorable. Do you know how she's old she She's been in she other is? stuff. I can't place. I'm sure if I, I looked, looked it her, up,
1: 80 mm-hmm. years old. She looks like she looks
0: great.
1: 50s or 40s for crying out loud. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: Yep, she looks yeah. really, really, really good. And she did a very nice job as yeah. the mother in in uh, this movie. Um, and then there was uh, Adam Brody, who I just. I adored. He was. He used to be in on the OC, Orange County. It's a, It was very similar to like a 90210. I don't remember if it was the 90s or maybe it was even early 2000s. I don't remember. Um, but he was much younger. Um, it was actually hard for me to see him, um, as I remember him in the OC, um, in the role that he played yesterday. He was the casting director for. the uh, Movie <laughs> Wiley was his character in American fiction. Uh, he used to also have a lisp in the OC, so I think he went to some speech classes. And, um, because I was trying really hard to hear because I thought that was adorable back in the OC. You think it was um, a real lisp It wasn't and uh, oh, yes, oh, yes, because I saw him in a couple other things when he was younger. This is the first thing I've seen him in as really a, a true adult. Um, but it was good to see him, it was good to see him, although I really do hope and I hope people don't take offense but I really do hope that his haircut in uh American fiction was just for the movie because it was it was it was a mullet uh, I had it had <laughs> it had characteristics I, of mullet <laughs> and I was like well I hope he uh hope I did not notice and that real <laughs> uh, and one of the last uh, main characters um was John Ortiz who mm. was the the book agent and uh Arthur in the movie and um he did a very really good. nice job, too. He did a really nice job. But he wasn't in it as much as, as the other characters. There were a couple other characters in there as well. I don't know if you wanted to bring up any of the other ones. Um, like the, um, the live-in help Lorraine. Mm. I did not write down her, um, her, her real name. W- um, uh, I mean, she did a nice job, too, but she, was, she wasn't in it very much. But she, yeah, well, when yeah. she was in a scene, yeah, she I was liked very cheap in that scene. Um, but I don't know the actress's name. But uh, anything else of note you want to bring up without br- giving About away the any movie? spoilers, Auntie Joan?
1: I uh-huh. have to say, um, I felt uncomfortable. I, I, some stuff that yes, people would really? maybe think is funny. I didn't find it that funny. I, I guess, the way the white people were. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could say they were over the top or if that's reality I well i reality. i did do a little research on it um about the book cuz it's based on the book and mm-hmm. um yeah the whole thing is about yeah the 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 publishing industry and all that um uh, it's just i guess mm-hmm. that just makes me so uncomfortable that some Writers would feel the need to dumb down their um, talent in order to sell.
0: Yeah, Oscar. And back. I guess that's yeah.
1: kind of what really bothered me the most is I guess it's just the awe of like the, the scene where they're all where, where they're doing the uh, award they're making uh, they're voting for the award. In the little conference thing, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. four of them say, "Oh yes, we gotta publish it," and two of them say, "No, we don't want to pub. Uh, we don't want to make this the the award winner." And then somebody says, "Well, you know, mm-hmm. we need to listen to the voices." By mm-hmm. saying, that. "I mean," it just proved that they weren't listening at all to the voices, right? I know, but that it was just, the joke. It, bothers me it really bothers me anyway the yeah. acting was superb everybody looks stunning on the big screen yes
0: no no not like us on our little screens
1: <laughs> except for oscar
0: <laughs> except for oscar the most handsome young man look at that main coon hair oh i just want to rub my hands right on through and snuggle squeeze but not too hard (laughs) (laughs) he
1: takes it from me
0: so anyway that was uh, Uh my take on it i Mm -hmm. um yeah i think um you know i think that was kind of the point of the movie was for it to be thought-provoking and to expose what um, some authors have to go through and unfortunately they have convictions about what they want to write about versus what mainstream America is interested or what they believe is a true depiction of, um, a person's life. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, found the irony to be well done in the movie and, um, just really enjoyed the fact that they brought it to light. And getting it out there and the fact that it's, you know, there's multiple yeah, nominations yeah, yeah. associated with this movie. I don't know them all off the top of my head, but there's multiples. Just said that it was high time a movie like this was made and it was well acted and it was a Having, good story to be told.
1: Have, oh, I did too. I really liked it. Having been married in the past to an African-American male um, uh, and spending time with his family, uh, You know, I think maybe I've been exposed to some stuff that a lot of people like me haven't been. So maybe I'm a little more sensitive to, you know, what what a professional black male may have to go through. How their creativity and and things get uh, stifled because of what they look like.
0: Yeah. Um, Anything else on American fiction? uh,
1: I think that's it. For me. Say hi He's to Auntie. Say hi He's to Auntie. <gasps> he won't.
0: He'll say oh. hi. Hi. Hi, Bob. Now, uh did you watch hi any after. of the Grammys? No. I don't get to see any of those on the streaming services. You have to buy live streaming to get that. And I
1: don't pay for that. I saw the film clip of Tracy Chapman <laughs> singing Fast Car.
0: I wish she sang her other Really? Song. I really don't like Fast Car.
1: Oh, my I gosh. don't like that
0: song. I just don't like the words in it. I, she sings it beautifully. It's unfortunate that I just don't oh. like the words in it. I don't like it at all. I like um, Give Me One Reason to Stay Here. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite That's Tracy a good one. Chapman song. Absolutely favorite. I will stop the world to listen to that song. I love it. But Fast Car, mm. Mm. not my favorite. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure she did an amazing
1: job she did of course. and she looks she's another one. she looks so damn cute, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she's an oldster, not as old mm-hmm. as me, but you know, maybe close to <laughs> your age, auntie, mm-hmm. but I remember when it came out, and just mm-hmm. uh it brings tears to my eyes when I hear it now,
0: really, yeah, yeah, hm,
1: yeah there's I don't know if it's the melody or her her voice
0: it's it's just uh, yeah, it brings emotions, and see that's exactly how I feel about her other song, mm. <laughs> but not fast car not for not for me okay, and it both both do tell stories, and that's why I think we we kind of gravitate towards them, maybe that's why it conjures mm. the emotion and her smooth delivery of the lyrics mm-hmm. um you know well and, said. Uh, you no, I think she just helps to evoke that emotion. So, yeah, I could see that. For I sure. thought Miley Cyrus just
1: was awesome.
0: Yeah? You yeah.
1: Really? Oh, she she looked wonderful. And mm-hmm. she performed and did. She was really entertaining.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Good. I didn't watch Good. the whole show. I'm just catching the clips, you know, gotcha. afterwards. Yeah.
0: I've never really been into the Grammys, even when I did have live TV. Um I like music, but I, as you know, I'm pretty stuck in my 80s. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's a few, you know, newer songs that I do appreciate. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just never—that's never been my thing. But the Oscars, the Emmys, the Golden Globes, those kinds of things—I've mm. always truly, I've always wanted to watch. Something else I watched last night was uh, this documentary called "Stress to Happiness." Oh on yeah, Prime Video. Um, it's, uh, I am in eternally looking for happiness. Not that I'm an unhappy person, um, in general, but I always think there's, there's a way there's gotta be. <laughs> and I keep searching for it. Um, I've done, uh, for a year I did morning gratitudes and didn't feel like I have felt any different, um. So I gave it a year. So it wasn't like I just did it for like a week and said, eh, this isn't doing anything. And uh, just didn't feel like it was changing anything or, you know. Um, and then anyway, so this was more or less about, you know, a very stressful guy, a director who uh, just is in his head a lot and uh, really wanted to um, calm his mind and and find a little bit more happiness. That's uh, Alejandro de Graz grazia i'm probably saying that wrong i apologize um but uh he was the one that was in search of happiness versus stress and he hooked up with Matteo uh ricard who's a buddhist monk who's uh i don't know i i didn't catch it i'd have to go back and watch it again i only watched this once last night and uh but he's supposedly the happiest man on earth and um uh, without drugs um, without drugs he's a buddhist monk um and, uh, and then there was David Steindl-Rast, who's a 92-year-old Benedictine monk. Mm, monk. Mm. Um, and he, honestly, out of everybody, like I said, I would want to watch it again. Um, but just in my first take, um, I probably got the most insight from David um, than I did from the others. And uh, he had a really interesting take on anxiety versus fear. Um, you know, how everybody has anxiety, you can't be a human being without having anxiety. Um, but when it turns into fear, that's, that's when it gets concerning, not concerning, but more, that's when it gets more stressful. You're get, you're, you're activating your fear, um, through anxiety and his take is, you know, you, you just got to trust life. Um, and you know, he made, made an analogy about, you know, when you're being born, you know, it's a very anxious time. You're, you know, coming down the canal, you're, you know, the birth canal, and you don't know what to expect. So you're very anxious, and you could easily turn that into fear. But instead, a baby just comes out and lets life kind of take them in. And I was thought that was a, just a very interesting take. Well,
1: if that's the case, then why do they cry?
0: Because they're welcoming you, and they're, they're being welcomed into the world. They're saying, hey, life, here I am. <laughs> And then, and then he also mentioned something about, you know, meditation. And uh, again, I've meditated many, 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 many times over the years. Um, and I've done it consistently for a while. And then, like I said, it, I don't feel like I'm getting as much out of it as people say they get out of it. And I don't know if it's because I'm either not doing it right or I, I don't know. Or maybe people aren't, are being a little bit more... <laughs> Loosen their terminologies about how they're feeling after meditation. I, I don't know, but I never had that euphoric feeling after meditation. Um, but uh, he equated it to like, you know, like when you if you drop a key in a clear pond of water, um, it's easier and you want to find it. It's easier to find the key once the ripples have dissipated. Um, so basically how you're clearing your mind. You can't clear your mind completely, mm-hmm. but you can mm-hmm. clear it enough where you can see you know, to pick up the key. And I was like, I thought that was interesting. And what was the name of it again? So the name of that documentary was um From Stress to Happiness. Un- twenty twenty documentary. On prime. Um yeah, really, really pretty scenery. So they go to Patagonia.
1: So
0: oh. oh yeah. So you, it's it's very, 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 very pretty. Um, um so I do I mean, I don't know if I had a lot of epiphanies from it. It was just something different. And I did try to meditate while they were meditating, while the while Mateo Ricard was walking them through the meditation, but my my mind wandered too much, so I didn't hear everything mm. that was being said and done in the room. Um, so I would have to watch it again because Alejandro walked away feeling better, and I was like, really? <laughs> oh, one session? Because that's another thing that they did talk about that it's not a one and done. It's not like you do meditation once and right, you feel amazing. Right. It's a practice. You gotta be, you have to do it for an ex- extended periods of time, not in one sitting, but over time. And, uh, so I was interested to, you know, that he walked away feeling better after one meditative session. And I was just like, I, well, did he's you not listen to what they said earlier in the show. <laughs> like you filmed this man well he's more uh
1: practiced with meditation right so
0: alejandro no oh no alejandro oh. was the one that was stressed and looking for meditation.
1: oh well and so another
0: thi- yeah
1: go ahead that was the um
0: director yeah
1: but um that's the uh the what do they call that the um where you take a sugar pill and it you think it's El helping placebo you placebo effect yeah yeah and that yeah. could have been it, for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that was. Uh, I was like, mm, I don't know about nah, that. Yeah, yeah. And a uh, couple things I didn't particularly like. Um, so there are subtitles because Alejandro primarily speaks in Spanish. The rest of everybody speaks in English. Um, but the ink. So I have subtitles as you know on all the time. I do too. And um when they were speaking English, the subtitles were not correct. Yeah. It's not that they were terribly wrong. They just used different words than what they were actually saying. And I'm like, well, you guys took some real creative liberties in these subtitles because I'm, I can hear what he's saying (laughs) and I'm reading the subtitles at the same time and they don't match. Uh, So I, so what I, where I'm going with that is I've, I have to read the subtitles when they're speaking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those are right because they clearly aren't when they were speaking English. Well, they were close, right? They were close. They were close, but they, they they took a lot of liberties in changing words and stuff and they were speaking mm. fine. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't understand why the subtitles weren't matching. That bothered me. Um, and the other thing is Alejandro's wife really organized this this time with Mateo and David and oh, there's also, by the way, there's also a neurologist, uh, neur- no, a neuroscientist, uh, Tanya Singer in the documentary. She's been studying the brain of Matteo, the happiest man in the world, on earth. Um, and uh, so she has some interjections about some, you know, more scientific things hmm. as they, you know, were watching his brain waves and things like that during specific times and stuff like that. It was It was interesting. Um, not enough for me clearly to remember exactly what she was, what she had said and, you know, points of interest to share with everybody. But I, you know, having her in the show was, it was fine. No, no big deal. Um, but Alejandro's wife, the director is the one that kind of put all this together and she's in the video or the documentary. I cannot find her name anywhere. Really? I cannot find it when I just do a general search of Mateo no, sorry, Alejandro de Grazia's wife. I can't find it. She's not in the credits on the actual IMDB documentary page. I, I'm like, she, I mean, she was in it quite a bit. I mean, she didn't have a lot of speaking lines, but she was there and she spoke sometimes to the camera. That's weird. Yes. And it kind of pissed me off. I'm not even going to lie about that. Did you Google her? I did. I tried. I can't remember her name. I'd have to watch Uh, the movie uh, again. uh. All I said was Alejandro de Gracia's wife. Uh. And nothing comes up. And I know they're married. Clearly married. And this was back in 2020. Mm. It's not on his IMDb page. It's not on the movie's IMDb page. I'm like... it kind of bothered me a lot not to be able to find her name yeah without having to go back and watch the movie again and i'm like well now i don't know if i want to give you the ratings to see it again because i'm kind of disappointed that she was kind of pivotal to pull this whole thing together and yet she got no credit
1: (laughs) well i'm gonna watch it
0: so that bothered me a lot yeah good yeah i think it's a it's a good watch it's quick it's only an hour um and I like listening to monks and what they have to say and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, get their take, especially, like I said, on meditation and and being present and things like that. And, you know, it's so hard to always, you know, to, to keep yourself focused on the present. Sometimes I think when
1: we look for happiness, mm-hmm. maybe that's asking a bit too much. I, I think contentment eventually leads to happiness. I mean when you're content mm-hmm. with what you have mm-hmm. you can be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's I think lo- I, do. I think
0: happiness is defined differently for everyone. I don't think there's a one one term fits all. I think you know you can define what happiness means to you.
1: But as long as there's this drive or this feeling of needing more 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 I don't think you'll ever be happy. I'm not saying you're that way. I'm just saying most people
0: who feel that way. Not necessarily. Some people like to be driven like that. I understand that, but to actually, well. If they like it, then they're probably happy. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. They may come down down the road, realize that that wasn't necessary, (laughs) you know, but in the moment while they're doing it, some people are happy with that. Hmm. So... Like I said, I think it's—I I do think it's different for everyone. I, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all. But those are my two complaints about the documentary. So so what to you would be happiness? I don't know. I'm still searching. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, the next segment, um, reoccurring segment that we're going to have is uh, commercials to despise. And, oh, my top one is one. Poor Auntie Jones already heard my gripe about this one. But I, I got to get it out there. Uh, It's a Capital One commercial with Jennifer Gardner, um, and it's about their Venture X business card. And I just have such a problem with this commercial. (laughs) So Jennifer Gardner, if you didn't know, or I'll, I'll read it exactly how she says it. You might know me from another job. No, sorry. You might know me from my other job, but I'm a business owner, too. And just the way she says that makes it sound like I'm a big girl now. It drives me nuts. (laughs) Because she's my age, for God's sake. Is she really? She's not a child. Yes. I thought she was like in her 30s or 40s. No. She's been doing this for over 20 years when she was on Alias that was tw- that was back in 2001 so over 20 years is when she first became famous i guess i should say you know and i'm just like Jiminy Crickets woman um so that bothers me so she's talking about this venture x business card for her once upon a time farm that she's a part owner in uh so it starts out with that statement which so i'm all, i'm already set off <laughs> i'm already triggered <laughs> Tell me how
1: you really feel about it.
0: Then the middle part isn't terrible. Um, There's a couple more of the, um, I like that, when she taps the card, because she can just tap the card and they'll pay or whatever. Mm. Mm. So that bugs me a little bit But the pinnacle. The absolute pinnacle. The bane of my existence is at the very end. She is sitting in an airport lounge with the two other owners of this once upon a time farm. And she has the audacity to look into the camera and look around and then say, I could get used to this. (laughs) Are you honestly telling me that a TV and movie star for the over 20 years has never experienced an airport lounge before she became a business partner in a in a once upon a time farm that barely anybody's ever heard of it's so plays on our ignorance and it's so unrealistic i i just can't stand it it's pandering it's pandering, it's pandering. yeah it's pandering and it's awful and i just i i really despise that commercial i dis spies <laughs> with a passion clearly <laughs>
1: now see that hasn't bothered me that much I guess because I don't remember it
0: no nope, that's that's valid because there's plenty of commercials that do annoy me in the moment that I don't remember because they're I, I just can't. But for some reason, this one sticks with me. Probably because I see it repetitively. Remember, I'm watching these on a streaming yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much every commercial break.
1: They do that, don't um, they?
0: It might not be every commercial break, but there, it's going to be every at least every other that I'll see the same commercials.
1: They do that on the streaming things. They repeat they do. the same commercials they over do. and over and over again.
0: Yeah. So that's my gripe about the Capital One commercial. And see, probably um, because... I didn't, mm-hmm.
1: wasn't so annoyed by it because I like Jennifer Gardner. I do too. And you know, maybe I just kind of, you know, let it all come in and go out. Um, yeah. Although it just was. Oh, go ahead. There, there was a series, a TV series she was on, this past mm-hmm. year, I think it was, where I did not like her in that. So.
0: Oh, you didn't. That was on Apple, right?
1: Was it? And it was uh... her husband
0: disappears. Yes.
1: Or yeah. Correct. Yeah.
0: Oh, I. I, I... Oh
1: no, I didn't like her in that at all.
0: All right, Auntie Joan. Anything? Any commercials you wanted to bring? Well, up? Well,
1: just the Jardians, you know.
0: Oh yes, Jardians. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm a curvy woman, and I will not uh, criticize companies for using curvy women in their commercials. And they do in in the Jardians commercial. This is the one where she's uh, out in the city square or whatever. And they're shooting the commercial. You can see them shooting the commercial. and There's a fountain, right? Yeah, there's a fountain there. And they break. You know, they cut. And then this is the part that gets me, is her facial expressions are so over the top. It's like lip syncing, super big. It's like Britney Spears and that, that group of girls back in the day, the way they used to lip sync, they would accentuate the, the vowels and the consonants and, you know, just, and that's right. what really gets to me. And then, you know, people come up and say, oh, you want to you can see there's, talking say oh you want to do this one and she'd say oh thank you and you know it's so exaggerated and the smile and everything so yeah it really bothered me and I turn it off now whenever it comes on by the Mm -hmm. way there's a new one with a different woman in an office anyway oh oh gosh (laughs) what impressed me about this commercial is when i saw my my cardiologist uh, a few months ago and uh, i have uh, a form of congestive heart failure and he said there's been research which shows that jardians helps people with congestive heart failure and when he said jardians I knew exactly what he was talking about. My <laughs> mind went right to that commercial. So you have to admire the advertisers' agency who knew what to do to get you to remember the name and the commercial. Valid. Yes. Very, very valid. Because a lot of times you'll see some commercials that are endearing or they're sweet and you walk away and you think, oh, I don't remember what, who was that for? It's, mm-hmm. you know, you remember like the puppy or you remember the the old people uh, mm-hmm. getting Christmas stuff, but you don't know who it's about, what it's about. So they do a good idea
0: of imprinting on the brain so you know what they're talking about. Yes. So, yeah. That Jardians commercial doesn't offend me as much, but I do despise the... Uh... 80s style dancing in front of the fountain <laughs> that does kind of like, wow it took me back it took me back to proms and well, I kind of <laughs> liked it and the clubs and stuff oh. like that. that was uh lousers. um okay yeah but I, I hear you I you're, you're absolutely right I mean y- y- even the commercials I talked about you know I I hate them but I can tell you what they uh-huh, are
1: uh-huh. yeah so you're right now you're seeing it with the streaming, so you're seeing it repeated on a loop correct. almost. So correct uh that's really imprinting it into your yes. mind. So correct. Yeah. Correct. Where on you know, and, regular network TV, you wouldn't see it so often.
0: Right. So I've got the repetition yeah aspect as well. Um a friend of mine, you know, would always I when I would go watch TV at her house or stayed with her for a while when I was between houses and uh she, uh, you know, I was always enamored with the commercials because I'm because I never got to see them. And mm. I'm just like, oh my god, this commercial. She's like, that commercial is so old, and for me, it's the first time I've ever seen it, yeah. and I'm like freaking out over it. And she's just like, oh my god, you know how long that commercial's been on for? And I'm like, now
1: it's like seeing a new world from a child's it really point is. of view. Yes,
0: it really is. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our show for today. Uh, thanks to our listener for hanging in there. And uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> this stop. Is Auntie signing off.
1: And Auntie Joan. All right. We'll see you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.
0: We thank you for listening. And remember, when life eats away at your core, make pickled watermelon rinds.